Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who enjoys mowing the lawn, Brendan Siegel. How you doing? You know, I don't know if I'd go so far to say I enjoy it, but I actually, I do like it more than I thought I would, like consistently mowing it. There's something, it's, it's, there's something therapeutic. You're just kind of doing a mindless task and doing your thing. I, I, maybe this is crazy. Actually, I don't know even know if I want to admit this on a podcast. I don't even listen to music when I mow the lawn. I just go out there and do it. No podcast, well, no music, nothing. I think it'd be, I feel like it would be hard to, I, I don't know. I never tried it. Is it hard to hear the music while you're mowing the lawn? I don't think it's about that. I think I just like focus. Like I want it to be done, right? So I just like focus on it. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's not like about like, I think I could, you know, turn noise cancellation on and pump the sound. I think I'd be able to hear it fine. But like, I just, I just don't want to. I'm just chilling, mowing the lawn, doing my thing. I get mm-hmm. it, get it looking nice. Uh, of course, the third member of our podcast, uh, a, a man who would never enjoy mowing the lawn, and he would he would beg me to do it instead, is of course Ben O'Brien. Ben, how are you today? You're crazy, dude. I, I think mowing the lawn is awesome. I'm actually very surprised that you, you do. Enjoy you it. do like it? Yeah. Oh, dude, I love I we... doing it. It's the best. Now, I I would oh. never do it without without a podcast in. Like, I think you're a psychopath for just letting your mind run for an hour. Um, but no, I love cutting the grass. I think it's awesome. I mean, it's just like I don't know. I it's such say... like a it's such like a dad thing, it's but I, nice like, I like test. it's some, yeah. and then like like you do it and then it's it's nice to like look at it and be like that like I just did that. I like, agree. I accomplished something. I agree. Like the stripes look good. Like I don't know. It's just something like I can yeah. see why I can see why a lot of like the like the, the joke is that a lot of dads take a lot of pride in it because it is something I don't know. It's like you worked hard on it, you want it to look good. So I, I enjoy it, I do. I will say, so here's another reason I don't do music. When I normally mow our front yard, and our front yard has a ton of obstacles everywhere all the time. So it's kind of it's not as simple as you're just mowing one line after another. Like I mow like two lines, then I got to go like around like a thing and then mow like two separate areas of lines. And it's like, it's a little more complex. You'll see when you're up here, Benny, you'll see what I mean. So it's not as simple as just like I'm mowing lines endlessly. Because if I was, that would be a little boring and I think I'd, I would need some music. But nevertheless, interesting intro today. We have an action-packed pod today. About two days ago, Trevor and I were looking at each other like, what are we going to talk about in this podcast? Then... A ton of stuff came out, and now we got a lot to talk about. The first thing, which I am, I'm very anti-baseball. I don't like baseball, specifically yeah. the MLB. I hate. Um, but something so wild to me happened in the MLB that I was like, we have to talk about it. And Ben, I'm gonna let you say the headline because it involves one of I, I would imagine your favorite player right now uh, on your favorite team. So why don't you give the the little headline out for the the people? No, you know what, Brandon? It was your idea. I want you to do it. I, I want to make it very clear this was not my idea to talk about this today. This was your idea. All right. All right. Fair enough. Ellie De La Cruz, who is a 21-year-old rookie on the Reds, he's like, seems to be the next superstar, if I have this correct, right, Ben? Like, it seems like yes. he's just absolutely, like, just insane. Yeah. Ellie De La Cruz got a single, right? He he got a single, I think. RBI single um, to take the lead. Go ahead, single. Yes. Okay. okay. Go ahead, RBI All right, Calm down. So, um, then... He stole second, he stole third, and he stole home in two pitches. He did all of that. He's the youngest player ever, from my understanding, to to steal three bases at you know in one at bat, I guess you could say. And he also stole home. I I don't know how many times it's been done in the NBA or the NBA, the MLB. Do you have that stat on you, Ben, in the in the dome? No, I have no idea. It doesn't happen very often. No, I mean, it's the it's first time be, I can remember ever watching low. it. Like I've never, I've seen highlights of it, but I've never been watching a game and seen that happen live. I've I've never Trevor, you heard of this happening? I've never even heard of this happening. No, I mean like when you mentioned that, I mean the first player I think of is Jackie Robinson, like m- the movie 42. Like I I can't think of a recent time where this has happened where a player steals like three bases and one you know, I I can't think of one. Yeah, I mean it's it, not only did he steal three bases, he stole home. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of you kind of have to in this situation a little bit, but like I, I, that's such a difficult thing to do, and he just he did them all in a row. That the clip is like immaculate. It's it's so insane to look at because it's like what is going on in this? Like how does this even happen? But Ben, your your thoughts on this? We just wanted to mention this because it was so so wild to me. Any thoughts you want to throw out here? Any Reds love you want to give? This is your time. This is your time to shine on the podcast about the Reds. Well, I just I just think it it shows what Ellie's capable of, and like I mean, he's played in twenty nine games. He's been he's been in the major leagues for a month. And the amount of highlights that he has had, I mean, he is he is leading Sports Center with his highlights. I mean, he is all over Twitter. Um, he is and like, and I've heard this before, and I, I think it's incredible. Like, in terms of baseball prospects, he was one of the more hyped prospects in the last ten years that we've had. Um, 
and he's definitely the most hyped Reds prospect that has ever existed. And so the fact that he he had all this hype and all this potential coming in, and, and he's he's doing things within a month that amaze us. Like it's crazy to, to when you when you when you think about that. Like he had everybody thought, oh, he's crazy. He's gonna do crazy things. Such a high potential. Such all this hype, and he's continuing to blow our mind game after game with the things that he's doing is incredible. I mean, he is the definition of a five-tool player. You can hit for power. You can hit for average. He's the fastest person in baseball. That's not me saying that. That's the stats that say that. Fastest home to third time, fastest home to first time, things like that. Um, 31 feet per second or something like that. He's got the hardest thrown ball across an infield in, in baseball this year. Um, he's got the two hardest hit balls by a red this year. He's got the two longest home runs by a red this year. Uh, he is, I mean, he is obviously the, the, the best Reds prospect I've ever seen. And he's, he's probably a top five prospect in baseball that we've seen in the last 20 years. So, um, he's special again. I mean, he's only 21. He's only been in the majors for a month, but if he can just kind of keep up with the pace that he's at right now, he's going to be a very special player for a long time. And it, I don't get to say this very often, but it is kind of cool when, when, you know, the, the most talked about player in baseball plays for your favorite team. So, um, yeah, it's really fun to watch it. It, it's, it's hard because baseball plays so many games and you guys know this, and that's one of the things with baseball is they play so many games. I can't ever remember a player in baseball that makes me almost want to revolve every day around watching him play. Like there are things that I'm like, I need to get this done, this done. Oh, but the game starts at two o'clock today. Ellie's probably going to, his first at bat's probably going to be around two fifteen. Like I am, I am revolving my plans in my day around watching him swing a baseball bat a couple times in a game. So just a phenomenal player. And again, I hope he keeps up for a long time. It's baseball. So the reality is here in about six to seven years, he's going to be really, really good making a lot of money on like the Yankees or something. But for the next six years, I'm going to enjoy him being a Cincinnati Red. Ah, uh, that was sad. I mean, I'm just being, <laughs> it's just the, re- Trevor, it's just the reality so. of it. All right. Sorry, Trevor. I'll take it back. Uh, let's, let's, let's hope that he goes to the Red Sox for your sake. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I necessarily deserve to be able to call myself a Red Sox fan. To be honest, oh, th- now know. you're saying that because really they're in last place. They're in last place. Interesting that you say that now. No, no, no. The, Co- no couple no, years I ago, Trevor. Same, <laughs> I don't I know. The Trevor. same thing a couple of years ago. Well, ever since they didn't get Mookie Betts back, I was like, "What are you doing, Red Sox?" What's well, crazy? Like, they haven't really stupid. been good since that. So it's it's almost yeah, like... exactly. It was a dumb yeah, dumb move. <laughs> no, it's all right, Trevor. Um, you root for winners. You root for winners. I get it. <laughs> I. <laughs> That's not not completely true. Considering sure. what the do you Patriots mean, Trevor? are going to be your team's win. The Patriots are going to be the worst team in the AL in the freaking I almost said AL East in the Trevor, uh, AFC you're, East. You've been year. very fortunate. Your teams are good. I'm I'm very jealous. Not this year. You you. It's very fortunate you you happen to <laughs> see some people are born into teams. You pick good teams. Um, but like that's a conversation for another day. We'll keep it moving along here to the NBA off season. Stuff is still going on. We got a couple extensions. Trevor, I know you're excited to talk about. Um, a couple guys got picked up. Um, you know, it's we're, we're, we had the big news last week, but we're still we still have some pretty interesting headlines to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, it's a minor a minor amount of free agency stuff, trade stuff, a lot of minor stuff. But we did get uh, Anthony Edwards an extension, uh, five years for up to two hundred sixty million. Pretty similar to the Tyrese Halliburton and Lamelo Ball extensions. Anthony Edwards is a player who I have liked since he was a Georgia. I mean, since he was coming out of high school, I've always liked him. Uh, thought he was the best player in that draft. And I just think he's going to continue to grow. He had a really good playoffs uh, this last year, averaging about 31 points per game. And I think he's going to continue to improve. Um, I think he's already probably a top 20 player in the NBA. And it, he's going to continue to ascend. He's a great young player. And I love Anthony Edwards. So uh, makes sense there, that extension. Um, DeJounte Murray. Um, extends with the Atlanta Hawks uh, in the ballpark of four years, 120 million. Um, a couple other ones we have: Grant Williams uh, leaving the Celtics, going to the Mavericks, four years, 53 million. So you know, Grant Williams, I think he's known as a defender. He's known as a guy who you know he can hit corner threes. I guess from time to time, he's a decent shooter. You know, at the corner three, and he could play some defense. So I think that's a uh, decent acquisition for the Mavs. It, it feels on the surface maybe like it's too much money, but I think Grant Williams is a is a solid player, and I think is the type of player that the Mavs um, should have been looking for. So I think a a decent signing there for Dallas, certainly a player that you need around uh, a Kyrie Irving, a Luka Doncic, two players who aren't the best defenders necessarily. And I think, you know, if he's hitting his threes, if he's making those corner threes, it's a, it's a valuable asset to have for them. Um, Eric Gordon goes to the Phoenix Suns. Obviously he's a veteran now. He's much older. He's not as good as he was 
back with those Rockets teams in like 2017-18 range. But Eric Gordon, I think, still will be a valuable asset for the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, this is a team that we were talking about. Okay, they have the Stars, they have Durant, they have Booker, they have Beal. They need depth. They need to build around that. I think Eric Gordon is one minor, um, you know, it is it is an improvement, right? It's an improvement to their depth. So I think the Phoenix Suns have done a decent job here, um, you know, surrounding those three stars with some depth. So I think that they're going to be a better team. I think they've done something again. There's still ways they can improve the team, but pretty decent for the Phoenix Suns. And um, that's kind of pretty much all I have for the NBA offseason. Um Brandon, do you have any thoughts on any of these signings um, that I just mentioned? I, I feel like there's not a ton to add to it. I wanted to quickly touch on DeJounte Murray. I just had one quick question. Do you think what the Hawks are doing is a positive like growth for them, I guess you could say? You know, signing Murray to this contract, um, mm-hmm. you know, sticking with Trey Young, do you think that this is a core that has the ability to to keep on improving and winning more and more games where they can get to a point in competing? Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough question because they've clearly committed to Trey Young as their franchise guy. They've clearly made the decision in the past. I mean, really, two three years ago they made this decision, um, and now it's kind of hard to all of a sudden deviate from that. I mean, he he has a big contract that he's currently uh, playing on. Um, I believe I don't know when he signed it, but they're kind of so committed that it would be hard to deviate and completely blow it up. Um, They could do it. That could be one route. But if you're going to commit to Trey Young and you're going to say, we're investing Trey Young and you now have DeJounte Murray, who I think is a good kind of second all-star caliber player, um, then it's, it's fine. I don't think it's anything great. Again, I think Trey Young... I think more than anything, Trey Young has to kind of decide for himself that he's going to change some of his habits as a player. He needs to decide for himself that he's going to do more off-ball movement. He's going to fight a little bit harder on defense. Again, it's it's hard when you have the frame of Trey Young. I mean, he's only like 175 pounds. He's like six foot two. So it's it's difficult when that guy's your star, right? Um, I mean, we've seen other players have success. Like like think about like an Allen Iverson, for example. He was a smaller player. He was you know probably 175, 180 pounds. He led his team to the finals, you know. Um, but Trey Young is going to have to figure out ways to just, you know, what's best for the team, not necessarily what's best for his individual stats. Um, so, you know, part of the reason is he's going to have to decide for himself. And I still think there's other things the Hawks can do. They did move off John, John Collins, which has been a rumor recently, but they need these other guys to develop. They need DeAndre Hunter, um, Anyeka Kongwu to turn into really solid players in order for Atlanta to, you know, be a contender in the East again. Um, you know, I mean, they made the Eastern Conference Finals of 2021, but the East has gotten really tough now with Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Miami, Cleveland, even the Knicks, right? That's six teams that are all, I think we would agree on, better than Atlanta Hawks. So it's tricky, but Trey Young is going to be the probably the number one guy that kind of needs to change some of the habits he has, I guess. Fair enough. Um all right, so I think we'll we'll move out of the, you know, free agency portion here. Definitely want to talk about this in-season tournament um, because that was obviously the big news last night. They had this event. Did, ben, did you know about this event last night where they announced all this the in-season tournament stuff? I, I didn't see it anywhere. I did. I, I, no, because when they, when they – earlier this week, they kind of announced the whole thing, and then they said details would be Saturday. Now, I didn't watch the event, but they, I knew that the event was going to happen. I, I was very confused, but nevertheless, we did get a lot of information. We definitely need to break this down. So, Trevor, I'm going to throw this to you to kind of give the little rundown because um, we are we are getting officially getting our in-season tournament. It's it's planned out, um, and it looks pretty cool. So I'm excited to hear your little rundown here for, for everyone at home. Yeah, so the in-season tournament, um, and I recommend if you haven't seen the – you can go on YouTube, actually, if you want, if you didn't watch last night's event – um, Richard Jefferson, I thought, did a really good job of explaining. He was the perfect person. Um, yeah, right. he yeah. did a really good job of explaining kind of all the details of this. But the in-season tournament will include all 30 teams. Um, they essentially have group group stages. So there's going to be group play, um, group play uh, section of the in-season tournament where it's going to be six groups. So if you're splitting each conference, there's going to be three groups in the Eastern Conference, three groups in the West. Each group is going to have five teams. 
um, within that, the group play, every single group, they're going to play four games each, playing every team from your group. So um, one of the groups, for example, is let's just use the East Group A, the 76ers, the Cavs, the Hawks, the Pacers, the Pistons. Those are the five teams in Group A in the Eastern Conference. The team with the best record of each of these six groups advances to the uh, knockout stage and also two wild cards will also get it because you have to have eight teams. Uh, there's only six groups. So they will, in addition, have the two teams with the second best record um, in each conference. So one from the West, one from the East into that knockout stage. Um, from there, they will obviously play the quarterfinals and it'll be, you know, single elimination all the way down to the championship game. The final four will be neutral site in Las Vegas, um, which is really cool. Um, the semifinal game will take place or both of them will take place Thursday, December 7th. The championship game will be Saturday, December 9th. So it's going to be really fun. Um, I, I think I'm excited for it. Um, again, as always, we'll have to see like, you know, we'll sit, will every player take this seriously? Will every player, you know, we'll, we'll have to see with that, but there are financial incentives. Every player on the team that wins the entire thing that wins the in season tournament gets $500,000. So that's pretty darn good, especially for players that are on minimum contracts. You know, if you're making 2 million a year, obviously getting $500,000 from winning the championship is, is massive. Um, so I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be fun. And my theory on this type of stuff is like, What's the worst that can happen, right? If it goes bad, if people don't like it, just get rid of it, you know? So I, I'm always for usually trying new things, experimenting, seeing how it goes, um, because I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. And um, yeah, I think it adds to uh, the value of the regular season, which this past regular season obviously was pretty disappointing. Um, you know, a lot of injuries, stuff like that. And um, I'm I'm very excited for it. But Brandon, what, what are some of your thoughts? So I, I think overall, I when they originally announced this, like, uh, you know, however many months, years ago, when they were like, oh, we're thinking about doing this idea, and they, like, announced it, I was like, eh, I don't know. Now that, you know, we have, like, plans out there and, like, what it's actually going to be, I, I'm more of a fan. I think this is positive movement for the NBA regular season. I think uh, we're going to have some games here where people are going to be really invested. I think the challenge here is that, you know, most of the games being played are just going to be normal regular season games. So like, you know, if you're, if you're not like a, you know, a diehard NBA fan, like you are Trevor, you know, if you're more casual, like Ben and I, um, or, you know, just X person who like, doesn't even really watch the NBA, you know, likes basketball. Um, I feel like the objective with this is how can we get more people watching, right? Like that's, I mean, does anyone here disagree? Ben, Trevor? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the objective is how can we get more people watching? Um, how can we get more people entertained in the regular season? And I think, um, for most of the games, those like regular games, I I don't see like much, like in terms of like oh like I die, you know undyingly need to watch this game just because they're playing for this tournament. However, I think what was really well done is the eight teams that do make it. I'm gonna be very invested in those games because I feel like all eight of those teams, like once you make it there to the you know the the eight team quarterfinal whatever it is, yeah, I feel like that's gonna be a big like I mean I would I would if I'm playing in that at any player if I'm playing in that I I want to win. I just want to win. Mm -hmm. So I feel like those eight games are going to have very high viewership and are going to be immensely popular. My worry is that they have these regular season games. And like, let's say I talked about this earlier. I kind of have two concerns with it. I, I feel like we're going to be at this point where we're not going to get like the best eight to 10 teams. I'm not saying it needs to be universal, like, you know, like where like one through eight team needs to be in it. I understand there's upsets and things happen, but I have a feeling we're going to get some teams that like really don't have business being, if there's only eight teams making it, being in that eight team playoff, just due to like some teams being like, these are just normal regular season games. Like, you know, we're going to handle it normally. You know, if a player's not supposed to play because of load management that day, they won't play. Or, you know, they, I think there's a chance that we see some teams that really are competing for a championship not take this quite as seriously. I think they'll just take it kind of like normal regular season games and we potentially could see them miss out on this in-season tournament. Um, that's that's kind of number one. My other minor concern, which I think they've set it up pretty good and, you know, we talked about this a little bit before, Trevor. You were like, oh, it's kind of inevitable. Um, you know, let's hope this does not happen. We're all knocking on wood. No one wants any injuries. But, you know, injuries happen. This does happen. But, you know, we have two teams that are playing three more games, you know, four that are playing two more games and, you know, uh, you know, there's going to be eight teams that are just, you know, 
playing that original first game. So I, I think when you add more games in a season that probably should already be shortened, um, you know, you're, you're just adding more potential for a little bit of injury. I don't think that's like an enormous concern because there's only a couple games they're playing. Uh, but nevertheless, it is something that's there. I think overall, though, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I mentioned a lot of things that are more, I guess you could say negatives, but, you know, I, I think that's kind of loose there. I think overall, I am more interested now in the NBA regular season than before, and that's the ultimate objective. So I think all in all, this is a, a thumbs up, a W for the NBA. I'm excited to see at, at the bare minimum those eight, you know, those eight teams play. And I don't know how, how many games was that? Four, six, seven games. Mm-hmm. Those seven games would be really fun to watch, especially that championship game. Could it be, I mean, that's going to be, a, I think, a really great game, um, whoever ends up being in it. So overall, W for me, I really do like it. Um, I just think that, like, if it was me putting it together, I would have done things a, a little bit differently. Okay. Yeah, and I think uh, this answers one of the questions that we had. Um, the quarterfinal games and the semifinal games will count as regular season games as well. It's only the championship game that is not counted as a regular season game. Interesting. Um, so, so just wanted to add. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see how they set that up because there's going to be, I mean, there's there's going to be, you know, 22 other teams other that teams. don't play those games. Yeah. So it is going back to playing all games. And how does that work with scheduling and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Because you don't yeah, know what the matchups I'm, are going to be. You can't plan that yeah. ahead of time. So I don't and know then here's you, the other thing is, it. you know, some of the Eastern Conference teams are going to play, but eventually they're going to, well, I guess, no, that wouldn't be the regular season games. It wouldn't matter. Never mind. But like, I, I'm really interested to see how they figure out scheduling with this. I wonder if they're only yeah, going to release like tricky. half the schedule and then the play-in games, they'll kind of like make kind of like on the spot kind of, I don't know. I don't know how you would do I, it. I, I don't know either. It, it seems it's like gonna this be, is going to be a nightmare. It, it's going to be tricky as far as the scheduling, just as I'm thinking about it. Um, Maybe they do have a plan. I, I'm not, I'm on NBA.com reading this article. I don't see necessarily a, a plan for that. Um, But you know, we'll, we will just have to see, you know, what, what comes of that. But overall, I'm again, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be really fun. The injury part, I think it's inevitable regardless I, in any, like in Champions League well, and soccer. So what you just said you know. kind of takes that concern away a little bit because now it's just one extra game. Yeah, yeah so, so it's really one we can, extra we can, game. We can scratch that concern off. Yeah, I, I would like to share, I had like a, I think was a good idea on like how I would have done it. But Ben, I wanted to get your thoughts before I go into that. What are your thoughts on this play-in tournament? So, obviously this is all playing but we have no idea what this is going to look like because we haven't seen it yet so this is all just based on the idea that has been presented to us i'm gonna be honest i think it's kind of lame i think it's actually really lame i just like i just don't think it it it's it's not relevant i mean i get it like i get what you're saying brandon you're trying to get people to, to have reasons to watch a november nba game i get that but i just like as as someone who doesn't watch a lot of nba already like i don't have any incentive to watch this maybe the first year just to see what it's like but you wouldn't watch like you're you're not saying there's any incentive to it at the bare minimum the championship game there's definitely some maybe. incentive yeah. there. i guess I, but yeah, again it's I, like I, but at bare minimum i'm saying it, the championship I, I game it. definitely has incentive as like a sure. not die hard but that fan. championship game when you really look at it it doesn't actually mean anything it doesn't mean anything it doesn't. But they win money in it any does way. Something help. It, I mean, I get it. But yeah, the money, and that's the only way that you can incentivize these players to try. But at the end of the day, it's not going to have any sort of impact on who wins the NBA Finals in June. It has no impact on that whatsoever. Other than I guess maybe you're playing. You 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 have you're playing a team that you might see later on. Um, but I just I don't know. I think when you look back at it, like when we when when we're in the NBA Finals next June, and we look back at that championship game in December, it was like I, who who really cares? Like I already I'm already forgetting about it. So I don't know. I just I just think it's kind of lame, yeah. and I get it. Like, you know, Adam Silver saying they've been working on this has been an idea for 15 years, and they 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 like the idea of of these in season cups like they have in soccer with the FA Cup and the Champions League, and even in the MLS with the Lamar Hunt Trophy or whatever it is. Like, I get it, but I just I don't think it's that special. I think it's kind of lame. It just it's not it's not good. For, at least me personally, I'm not. I have no desire to actually watch it unless LeBron's playing in it. Um, I will say though, I did see a I saw a funny tweet, and it was all about how. In 15 years from now, that's going to be another stat that people are going to use against LeBron is the fact that he has zero NBA Cup trophies, <laughs> which will 100% be a stat that will be used against him at some point. So I, I, I want to piggyback off you a little bit here, Ben, because I, I wanted to discuss. So now that we know that those are all regular season games, I think this does play a little bit more into if you're like a championship contender, like a real championship contender, 
most like you got to win enough games to get in the playoffs, but it's, it's important to, to have some rest days and rest up for the playoffs. We've seen a lot of regular season teams that go really hard and then they, they lose off that steam, whether they're just not as good of a playoff team or they just lose the steam into the playoffs. So this does beg the question, do you think, like, do we think all the players, now that we know the regular season games, are all the players going to like try harder in this tournament or um, at least kind of take the same seriousness as regular season games? And if they do take the same seriousness as regular season games, for the most part, I think like the players in the NBA, I think they want to win every game. I'm not saying they don't want to win, but I think they don't have the same serious level as, as like, I think the kind of the objective from the NBA for these players would be to make a an environment that is similar level where you like try as hard as the playoffs are going all in as many minutes as you can possibly play. And I, that's not the case in the regular season. So now that we know these are regular season games, like if you're like the Milwaukee Bucks, are you playing Giannis 40 minutes in every single one of those regular season games when there's the tournament? Probably not. So I, I think it's tough because you, you don't want them to be regular season games, but you do at the same time because you don't want them to play more games. I think this is a very tough situation. And that's why I think overall, I'm happy with what they did for the first year. I think this is a good stepping stone. I'm hoping they change it and evolve it a little bit. Um, I don't want to take too much time on this, so I'm, I probably won't give my full-blown idea, but I would love to see them cut the schedule down, the regular season schedule, and then it, to make up the games they play this tournament. That kind of gives teams an incentive to either, you know, say like, oh, we're going to try, these games don't count, but we're going to try, we're going to showcase our talents, we want our young core to play games, we can win money. But it also gives the chance for teams like, you know, X team to be like, we don't want to play these games, um, you know, like try all out hard, um, you know, and they're kind of like openly not trying, but you're going to have some teams I feel like really trying. Um, And it's not a perfect solution either, but I feel like that potentially, I don't know, I think this is, it's tough. It's tough. What, what do you think about what I've said and what Ben said? I want to give you, you know, a, a chance so, here to talk about. I think on, uh, so on what you said, Brandon, I think uh, the problem with what you said, it's at the end of the day, it's always going to be a reality of the 82 game season. Yes. And back to the thought of like, Pete, like the, the idea that you can conserve your energy so that it's, so that you are at a hundred percent at the right time at the most important time, which is going into the playoffs, right? Especially when you are an older player, maybe you have more injury history. So if we think about LeBron, we think about Kevin Durant, we think about Anthony Davis. I'll just use those yes. three players. Yeah. They're good examples. Those three players might not, you know, maybe they do. Maybe LeBron will sit out one of the group play games. Maybe he won't play in one of them. Maybe Anthony Davis tweaks something in his ankle and he misses all of the games, right? Because, the reality is that, to Ben's point, the the stakes aren't as high. The what because what matters most is in the playoffs we're trying to win a championship. This is about our legacy. If I'm a LeBron and Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis, I want to get more championships. I want to further my legacy. In Durant's case, I want to be a top ten player all time. I want more people to respect me. I don't want Charles Barkley to call me a bus rider. I want to go out and win my own championship. If you're Anthony Davis, I want to continue to shake this street clothes thing. I want to go out and win. I want to be successful in the playoffs when it matters most. That's the stakes. So I agree with Ben's point when he's like, well, the stakes aren't high, basically, is what he was saying. I agree. The stakes aren't as high. You're not competing for a championship. But the play of this, it's not a major improvement. This is a minor thing to drive increased fan engagement for Number one, maybe add more viewership, but also number two, how about these people that are big NBA fans, but maybe they don't watch as closely during the regular season, but then maybe they get really into it in the playoffs because that's the case, I think, with a lot of people. Sometimes even for myself, you know, if it's during the NFL season, it's a Sunday, there's NFL games on a Thursday, a Monday, you know, why if it's an important week 13 NFL game, am I going to opt for that over a random regular season game? Maybe not, probably not, um, even though I like the NBA more, right? So I think that's going to be the case for a lot of NBA fans, a lot of sports fans. And I think something like this, because there's more incentives, because players are playing for 500K, particularly in the knockout round, I think people, I think it will draw more viewership. It won't be a gigantic change, but it will be a change in... You know, I, I think it's a minor improvement is is ultimately my point. So last thing I'm going to say, but I'll throw it to you guys if you guys want to comment. Um, this will be real quick. What Trevor said about minor improvement, I really like what you said there because I think that that should be the objective 
here for this season. You're not going to make groundbreaking movement, uh, you know, over a couple months. And I, I definitely, like, for sure think that championship game is going to get made. That I mean, that'll yeah, yeah. be the most watched game during the game. regular season. Yeah, 100%. Probably. So I, I, mean, I think that alone is a win for the NBA. Just that alone. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to watch that game. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure they're playing for something. I'm surely going to watch that game. Mm-hmm. So I think... I think that alone is a W in itself. I think the other the other setup of it, you know, you win some, you lose some. It's not perfect, but I, I think the target for this season, you can't make a perfect setup right away like that. Yeah, it's almost impossible. So I, I think overall, I, I do like it. And just to add to my conserving energy thing quickly, come you have Durant, you have LeBron, you have Davis, but then you have Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, he's gonna Kyle go all out. Bancaro, yep. and see, Anthony Edwards. Yes. And that's gonna, gonna go be the reason out. to watch. They go, they're gonna be yeah. hungry to win yeah. it. I I agree with that. And they're all mm-hmm. like, for the most part, all those guys you named, they aren't competing for a championship. So that's why I think this type of thing is gonna be great for them, because this is gonna be their chance to win. You know, to get accolades, to win something, to gain notoriety. Yeah. People are gonna be watching. Like the, that championship game will be heavily watched. Mm-hmm. It'll be watched like a like a playoff game for sure. Maybe even more. We'll see. Yeah. Ben, any final thoughts before we move on here? I just want to be able to have you get your time. Only only time will tell. We, we have no idea what this is going to look like. It's just like when they when they started doing the play the playing games for the playoffs. Like we don't know what it's going to look like. I think if this first year is a big success and it's the, the, you get two awesome teams in the championship and the ratings are great, then awesome. But um, yeah. we don't we we don't. It, we'll I see. Think, I think the NBA is under a lot of pressure to to have this first year. They make are it intrigu- <laughs> intriguing enough, and I think they're really going to urge their, their the players this year to please at the very least you know have some motivation for this year because this this is going to set the standard for what it's going to look like moving forward so um i mean i, I again like I, I if i'm wrong i'm i'm happy to admit that i'll be wrong if it's if this is a big deal i'm just not super excited about it but only time will tell who knows uh talk to me again in december after this whole thing is done i'm definitely excited to see what the ratings are for these games after they pass but we're gonna move along here we got a fun little draft today a little bit different than our normal drafts um, so I, mean, I don't know what a week or two ago you gave me this idea, Trevor, you were like, what if we drafted, like did a fantasy draft, redid every NBA team and we just picked, sorry, a reset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a reset. Well, we picked for all 30 teams, like a plate, just we each drafted, you know, a player and just switched off. Yeah. And I was like, I like that idea, but I got a better one. And I proposed this idea that we're doing today where Trevor, Ben and I are each going to be an NBA team. We're each going to draft 10 players and we're going to attempt to draft a legitimate team we're not just drafting the 10 best players in our eyes um yeah. we're gonna attempt to draft them somewhat to positions you know get get some guards get some forwards maybe get a center or two the goal is to come up with who has the best team in the, the end. best who, team yes this is not we're not considering injuries um you know we're not going to consider like a full length season it's going to be who you know if our teams play against each like other who's going to win or you yeah. know you could even do a seven game series but like either way like this is who is the best team um, you know, you're not necessarily just drafting again, you, you want your team to fit as well. So you're drafting who is the best team. So I'm trying to make sure that my team, we're going to draft five, obviously a starting lineup, and then we're going to have a bench. So 10 players each, um, and they're essentially going to look like all-star teams, but at the same time, they're, they are going to be teams that make sense. And I want my team to be better than Brandon and Ben's team. And we'll probably make a graphic. We'll probably have a vote for this. So yes, yeah, hundred percent. So we're going to start it off. Um, the order today, Ben, you were up first, Trevor, you're up second. I'm up third. This is a snake draft, a classic snake. Ben first pick whenever you're ready. I, I really did not want the first pick. I think this is a lot of pressure well, and I don't know right. what to do. Um, I, I feel easy I pick. feel like there's an easy pick. Do you, is, this is do you think Brandon? very easy pick? There's such an easy pick. <sighs> Fine, you're right. All right, I gotta do it. Then I'll take LeBron James. Duh, that's the easiest <laughs> pick of all time. Why would I not take LeBron James? <laughs> all right, fair enough. Wait, I that's guess. your actual pick. Is that, are you actually picking LeBron? You're questioning me taking the greatest basketball player of all time. Of course I am. No, Did you question enough. the Cavs right. picking him first in 2003? I no, was hoping this... I'd get him in a little all bit. Right. Of course not, Brandon. I was going to pick him earlier if, than I should have, but no, not this if he early. Was, if he, if he right. was there, my first pick, why would I not take LeBron James? He's the best oh, basketball man. player of all time. And if we're being serious, he can play all five positions. So it doesn't really matter where yeah. he plays. I can put him anywhere. Well, that was not going to be the pick that I would take. Um, luckily, I think well, I'm going to get the two players I want. So you're supposed to be the LeBron guy And I would not have before here. this. You're supposed to be the LeBron guy over here, and you wouldn't even take him as your team captain if you had the chance to start a new team. So that's on you. That reflects poorly on your character. I, I'm fortunately going to be able to take the two players that I wanted. So, Trevor, who are you taking here? 
All right. Um, this is an well, easy pick. I didn't think I was going to get him, but I am going to take Nikola Jokic yep, yep. with my uh, first pick here. Fair enough. Um, you know, he, he kind of does it all. Um, we saw it in the playoffs, so I think it's kind of all it needs to be said. That's self-explanatory. Look, I got two picks here. I feel like mine are pretty easy, too. I'm going to take Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant. Okay. I, I thought about taking someone else besides Durant, but this is who I decided to go with. I get a big here. Um, and Giannis, he can play pretty much every position. I got Durant, he can play pretty much four positions. So I I think those are two good picks. Okay, so Giannis and Durant for you. Yes. Okay, interesting. I thought you were going to take someone else. Um, yes, Ben, you, that is fine with oh, me. you are keeping track here. I got it. <laughs> I'm trying. In our, in our, in our note, Ben just wrote GOAT <laughs> for his first pick. That's fine. Okay. That's reasonable. <laughs> I All suppose. right, um, Trevor, we're back to you. Back to me. Um, well... I mean, I could go. I could go some different directions here, um, for sure. Well, there's only been four picks taken, so you, you have a you have you have so many players. <laughs> I to can pick go a from. lot of different directions, <laughs> um, but so with Jokic, I'm trying to think about. Obviously, he's going to be kind of the main distributor here, so I don't necessarily need someone else who's going to be like a phenomenal passer. He's going to kind of set up my offense. So I think the perfect pick here, and I'm I'm excited that I get him, is is going to be Stephen Curry here for my next pick. I think it's going to be very fun. I mean, my team is already uh, looking really good. It's going to be a, a very good, well-functioning team. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, you're. I would firmly put you in first place so far. Uh, Ben's blunder was bad. <laughs> that, Again, that is, that is handicapping been, our team. You all talk about how you would, you would take LeBron 1v5 against any team ever, and over here now you're criticizing that I take him with the first pick on my team. In, in the way that we set consistent. up this draft... Yes. All right. Fair but, enough. Hey, Ben, you, you have two picks here. You have two picks. Oh, I Make have them two count. picks. Shoot, I'm, I only have one I'm thinking of. All right, well, I'm obviously going to take Joel Embiid, duh. I mean, That's the fact pick. that he, I mean, I have LeBron who can facilitate Joel Embiid. I, I think bigs are, they're, they're, they're not, they're not, they're, they're not a huge category. I think the top few are very good, but I think there's a steep drop off. So I wanted to make sure I got an elite big and the fact, the fact that he can step out and shoot threes as well, I think is, is valuable. So. I'll obviously take Joel Embiid. I honestly didn't think I'd get him, so I'm actually very happy I got him. I thought for sure that by the time I got back to me, he'd be gone. I, I also I thought about it. I thought about taking Embiid. I really did not want the first pick because I was going to take LeBron regardless, and I knew that if I took LeBron first, I had that's a long time. I got to wait until I get the whatever it is, the sixth pick again. So that's why I did not want to go first. Um, okay, fair enough. Add your pick on the board. Dude, I got too much going on. You do it. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out. I only thought through MB. I don't know what I'm doing now. All only, right, think of I your next, then write them down. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly uh, wasn't going to take MB this early because I already have my center. I've Well, that's why I, I, I was uh, hoping he would make it back to me, but I, I thought Ben would take him. Yeah, no shot. Um. Okay, so I got my big. So now it's just a matter of getting some forwards and some guards around LeBron. Can you imagine an MB <sighs> at three dot nine? That'd be crazy value. At what? I mean, or three dot three? Excuse me, three dot three. That'd be crazy. What are you talking I'll about? Just, the ninth overall pick, Embiid. If I got uh, him, I'll just take. Pick. I'll take Tatum. I'll take Jason okay. Tatum. Good pick. Okay, good pick. Okay, good pick. Alrighty. Um. So it's back to me. Um. I mean, Ben kind of Ben made this a little bit easier for me because there were two players I was choosing between uh, in my head, and Tatum was one of them. Um. So I'll just go with logically the other player, and that is going to be Jimmy Butler. Um, I need, I need to focus on defense now, um, because you know, Steph, he, he can fight on defense for sure. Um, but I, I need a really good defender. Um, and that's what Jimmy Butler is going to do for me, um, playing the small forward position. So very happy to get, uh, the, my beloved, one of my favorite players, Jimmy Butler. Now, so Trevor, I'm going to get, does, hold on. Does it, Trevor, does it worry you that Jimmy Butler, at least in recent memory, tends to not show up when the game actually matters. Is that that doesn't oh. worry you at all? Does that not worry you at all? Because the NBA Finals, I forgot he was actually on the team for a while there. You're okay with that? You're okay with that? That's your three dot two pick right there. What are you going to say about that? Well, I mean, just a few months ago, did you not watch the Milwaukee Bucks series when he? I did. <laughs> turned but here's into Michael the thing. Jordan. I did, and then people started calling him Hemi Butler over here, and I was all on board. And then all of a sudden, he started yeah, getting all this hype, and then the more important the game got, the worse he became. So again, like if you want to have a player that is great in first round playoff games, that's fine. But I'm looking for players that can deliver in a game seven. That's just me. Well, I mean, you drafted Joel Embiid, Ben, and his playoff history isn't exactly the best. Yeah, but but I have LeBron James on my team and he automatically makes everyone way better. 
And that's just a fact. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Uh, I, I suppose. All right. Well, we're on my pick here. Um, I I was hoping that Tatum would fall to me, and I was going to take the player I'm about to take and Tatum. I'm definitely going to take Luka Doncic here. I feel like that's that's the easy one at 3.3. Um, and I will next go with Anthony Davis. I will take yeah, another big. Um, that's a good pick. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I like my team a lot. I do think I have a good team. Um, I think I've covered bigs pretty good, which is that's that's a challenging one. You got to get the bigs in. I was going to take Anthony Davis. I, I had a feeling. I, was I had going a feeling. To. I had a feeling. I needed. Uh, so the, the question was, do I take Anthony Davis or like you know another guard or something? And I was like, I the bigs are hard to find here, so I t- I took the big. To you, Trevor. I gotcha. All right. Um. Yeah. I definitely want Anthony Davis here. Um. I do not get him, unfortunately. Uh. He would have been perfect with Jokic. It would have been incredible. Um, but there's still another player that I think I'm just going to go with here. Um, a player who, I mean, Ben's talking about delivering in the biggest playoff games, game sevens, Devin Booker, you can argue was, you know, if not the best player in the playoffs, it's probably Jokic, probably the second best player. So I'm going with Devin Booker. That'll, uh, be a really good fit. And he's a pretty solid defender. I think that will go very well with Steph in the backcourt. I like that a lot. Trevor, I'm glad you took Devin Booker because if he fell to me, my team would destroy any of your team. So it, you guys got lucky there because <laughs> I, I didn't think he'd fall to me. And and you, I started to get some hope that maybe I just had to dodge one more and you, you took him. But uh, my my team my team would have destroyed anyone. So I'm, I, I'm I feel like that, you're I'm currently in you last place. Him. I feel like my four, I, I feel like I have the best four. I really do. Again, I don't know how you can possibly say that when my team has LeBron James on it, but you can continue to say that all you want if you want to be wrong. That's fine. But don't, but don't be, don't be oh, hyping up fourth? LeBron James. Fourth? Don't who's be hyping up LeBron James next yet. time we talk about him because I'm. Let's not forget that you didn't pick him. I did. No, LeBron's amazing. Yeah, I didn't um, have the opportunity to pick him. You wouldn't have picked him with your third overall pick. There, you don't know that. You, why I would you say that. that? You don't know that. No, you don't know that. Um. All right. I don't know. I, I got to think now because I was just. I was hoping I could get Devin Booker. Okay. Kawhi's still on the board, but I do not want to pick Kawhi because he doesn't. He doesn't ever play. So I'm not going to pick Kawhi. Um, okay. I guess I do have two picks, though, so I guess I could. Oh, man. I don't know what to do. Do, do you want me to tell you what I would nah, do? You know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the hot hand. Probably, in my opinion, he finished the season as the hottest player in the NBA. I'll take Jamal Murray. Dude, okay. If, I, if, I'm getting, if I'm getting 2023 playoff Jamal Murray, I mean, he was one of the best players in the NBA. He was probably, the again, the hottest player coming down the stretch in the NBA. So I, I will take him. Got got a shooter outside. I'm cool with that. Interesting. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, but now I have another pick. Shoot. Um, I don't want to do it because I'm anti this person, but I'm going to do it. I'll just take Damian Lillard. I mean, he's on my bench, so I, I can't be upset Ooh. with Damian Lillard. Would you have taken Lillard next? I, I I wasn't sure what I was going to do I, yet. I would have taken Lillard if he got back to me. I wasn't 100%. sure what I was going to do 100%. yet. 100%. Um, okay, so Jamal Murray and Damian Lillard for Ben. Interesting, interesting. So you're – oh, so he's your starting point guard. Or wait, I don't no, know. No, he's what, my, he's my sixth man. Yeah, he's the sixth man. He's your like. sixth man. Well, I guess oh, wait, it's no, it's no. my lineup. I can do whatever I want with it. He You're can be gonna, a starter I mean, if he wants, sure. You, you, that was your fifth wait, player and, drafted. Hold on. Did you take Damian Lillard or Antoine Lillard? <laughs> I, I want to make it very clear. I, I took Damian Lillard, but I just oh, thought that was Ant, Antoine Lillard. That's yeah, I see Antoine Lillard on the board. I'm uh, sorry, Damian former, Lillard's open for you. Former Bowling Green <laughs> yeah, basketball former player. former Bowling Green State University. Uh, I, I just, that was a little throwback. I want to throw that in there. I'll change. Okay. So this this is tough now because I need a I need a powerful I need someone else in my front court. Um, I have my back court. It's it's already figured out. Steph and Devin Booker. Jimmy Butler's my starting three. That's pretty obvious. And Jokic is my starting center. I need someone that's gonna pair with Jokic that that makes sense at the power forward. But the other thought in my head is there is a guy that I'm thinking of that I might not need to draft yet because I might get him later. Um, there might be other guys that I can have as like a sixth man that might not get back to me. So with that being said, I think I'm going to draft one of those guys that I don't think is going to get back to me. And I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell, um, with my fifth pick here. Um, I would have drafted Dame, I think if Ben would not have taken him, but Donovan Mitchell is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at that at all. 
Um, I'll definitely take Donovan Mitchell here with my next pick. All right. My next two picks here, I'm going to take... I feel like two good picks here. I really do. I feel like I'm going to get two good picks. I'm going to take Shea Gildas-Alexander okay. and John Morant. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. I'll be honest. I forgot about John Morant. Any any thoughts on or any expansion on on those picks? Um, they're two of the best guards in the game, and I think they'd be good on my team. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I I mean I enough. I like both players a lot. Uh, they're on court stuff. <laughs> I should specify. I like both on court uh, abilities, and that is why they have been chosen. Okay. Um, I, I still feel like I have – I feel like if we look at, like, top to bottom, I got the best lineup. I really do. Do you disagree with me, Trevor? I feel like you wouldn't even disagree with me. I disagree with you. You would? I disagree yeah. with you. Okay. I think your team's probably a little bit better than Ben's, but, you know. Um, My team's better than yours. No, it's not. Um, okay, so next up. So, John Moran's off the board. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is off the board. Um. Uh, this is so. This is tough now. Um, I could go with again. It's it's like how far do I want to risk this guy not getting me not getting the guy I want in my starting lineup? Um, I'm just trying to make sure if there's any other. Let's see. So Jokic, Giannis, and B Davis all taken. Um, huh, let's see. This is tough now. Um, forwards, bigs. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take another guy who is going to be on my bench as well. I'm going to take Kawhi Leonard. This is this is this is one game, this seven game series. This is not a full season, so having Kawhi Leonard, I think, is incredible value at this point. I um, agree. So Kawhi Leonard. I just I I I don't like Kawhi Leonard. I think he's going to kill my team. I didn't want him on my team. I, I wouldn't have picked him. Oh, so. He's, he's he's on the bench unit. He's running the bench. He's only playing like 20 minutes a game. Nope. I think all me. those 20 minutes he's going minus 14. <laughs> no, Kawhi's incredible when he play when he plays. He's Ben, awesome. you got you got to double up. Yeah, again, Trevor, I was gonna take Kawhi with my next pick, so smart for you for taking him. Um I did not want him, but again, the fact that he was still there is kind of amazing. So good pick, yeah. I guess. All right, Trevor. I'll I'll take Somebody that honestly I thought you'd take just because you like this team. I'll take Bam. I have no issue taking Bam as my backup center. I, I was hoping he would get back to me at a point. Yeah, no shot. Good, good pick. I, mean, good I pick. thought about taking him. Is, I, I thought about no taking him last round. With him being my backup center. So I'll take Bam. Um, and then, again, I, I'll, I'll take another. Uh, how am I doing? I'll take another guard. I'll take Brandon's guy. I'll take De'Aaron Fox. I'm not, I'm not even a huge I De'Aaron Fox fan. I was going to take him. I know. Honestly, my strategy this round was I'm going to take one of Trevor's guys and one of your guys. So I don't even like either. I, I was going to take like him next. I don't like De'Aaron Fox, but I just I didn't want Brandon to have him. So I'm cool with taking him. Okay. Good good picks. Um, So you get Fox and you get Bam. All right. Um, I really like those picks a lot. I thought about taking both those players at a point in time. So. All right, now I'm just going to take the guy to fill up my starting lineup, even though I could probably wait longer. I'm actually going to take this one. Might This one might surprise you guys, but I think he'd be a perfect fit with my other four guys. I'm going to take Jaron Jackson Jr. here. I was going to take it. He was going to be my oh, backup plan. Okay, I'm very glad. He was glad. my backup plan. I'm so glad I took him here. If, if Bam wasn't there, I was going to take oh. JJJ. Then I, yeah, okay. All right, I got to alter my. Jaron Jackson Jr., he's a phenomenal defender. Um, shot blocker, I think next to Jokic, it's going to be incredible. Okay, I have to rethink my strategy here. Um, all right, I, let's see here. Who do I want to take? God, you guys, I, I, those last three picks were crushing for me. I really thought I'd be able to get some of those guys. Um, all right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take. Who do I think is better? I I like this guy better, so I'm going to take him. We're going to take Anthony Edwards. Good pick. And to wrap up my final guard spot, this is a player that I love, and I loved him more in these playoffs. I'm taking Jalen Brunson. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. I that's, love that's really Jalen Brunson. I was right. debating between Anthony Edwards and another player, and I, I think Edwards is slightly better. One's on the, the decline and one's not, so we'll see who takes the the other player I was thinking okay. about. Okay, so Anthony Edwards and Jalen Bronson. Okay, let me check Brunson off. He is taken. 
Anthony Edwards is taken. Um, okay. Well, on my big board, let's see. We have taken one, two, three. Have we taken seven, seven, and Brandon has eight? Yes. Um, so that means we're – that's 22 players. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, Jaron Jackson. Okay. Um, let's see. I mean, I can go a number one. I have my starting lineup. Don Mitchell and Kawhi are coming off the bench. Um, how can I add to this? Let's see here. I could go with a backup center. I don't love my options here necessarily. I think I can wait to get one. Um, let's go with... Uh, I'm just going to go with the next best player available. Um, I think coming off the bench, he'll be really solid. Um and you know what? They they have they have chemistry. They're teammates. I might as well just pick them. I'm gonna go with Paul George. That was who um, I was. That's between him and Edwards. Yeah, I'm. An, I already have Kawhi, so I'll, I'll take Paul George. Um, again, this is one game. Paul George, just like what two years ago in the playoffs, he was fantastic. Um, so we're going Paul George. Okay, I I love that pick. I was gonna. Take I it. I thought would you have taken Edwards over him? No, I would have taken Edwards before him. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was my, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so I, I picked the right pick. If Edwards got to me, I would have taken Edwards. I was debating between Edwards and Paul George, and I was like, I think Edwards is a little better. I agree. Okay, so I made the right pick. Ben, <sighs> you got double up. That one hurts. I was going to take Paul George and Anthony Edwards if they got to me. That was, those are the two I was looking at. I debated um, about taking them both, but I love Brunson, and I was like, I got to take Brunson. You know I love Brunson. All right. Trevor, yeah, I, I've talked yeah. him up. Yes. <sighs> Um, I don't. Oh, I love the way oh, my team's man, I don't looking. like this pick, but I feel like I have. I'll take. I'll take James Harden. I don't even want to. Ooh, mm, all right. Well, his teammates there, so you know that's true. You get, you get Harden. But I don't think beat. they like each other. <laughs> eh, debatable. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Ben. I what's like your maybe locker room? So maybe there's gonna be locker room issues with. Uh, do want to team. trade like every four days? Um, he's gonna want to trade from your team. Yeah, luckily it's only for one game. So after the the one game, I, I'll <laughs> trade him all he wants. Um, he might he might go two for thirteen that game. Yeah, that's fine. And then no, he won't play that many minutes. What, what position is James Harden? Is he technically a point guard? Is he a guard? Sure, we'll call him. He's a guard. guard. You can you can I, I think at the, I think at we'll this stage he's more of a okay. point guard. Okay, so then but... I'll take a forward. I would assume this guy's a forward. I'll, I'll take Jalen Brown. That's a great pick. Thank you. I was I was debating between Paul George and Jalen Brown. Yeah. That's fine. Jalen Brown is not considered a forward, but he's he not, can he's be six either. six. He's not. I guess the he's... NBA six six isn't that tall. I, I'm yeah, like, I mean, he's, oh, he's, he's massive. He's six six. Him and Paul George are very comparable. And that's why. That's why I would have taken Paul George over Jalen Brown if. Paul All right, George. Trevor. There's two players I really want. Don't take my yeah. players. So I was I was debating between Paul George and uh, Jalen Brown. Having Kawhi played into my reason of, to pick Paul George, to be honest. Um, but I was debating between those two. Okay. Uh, next up then for right me, down your picks. I have I'm, two I'm two players left. Um, they're gonna be on my bench. Um, I I want more shooting for sure. I mean, I have a number of guys. I mean, Paul George can create off the dribble. He can shoot a little bit. Jaron Jackson Jr. can hit some threes. Um, I have Donovan Mitchell who can distribute off of the bench. I have Kawhi who can go one on one. Um, I. I I think one of these guys I'm I'm just gonna get regardless. I don't think either you guys are gonna take him. Um and then I, I need a backup center. So I can go either route here. Um I think I'm just gonna take the guy that I know I want on my team. Um just because yeah, I I, I don't know if there's a great alternative to this guy, to be honest. Um so I'm gonna take Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain is a fantastic shooter. Um, I'm putting him on a team with his teammate, Jaron Jackson Jr. And I think, you know, playing with Donovan Mitchell, I think Donovan Mitchell is going to create a lot of open shots for him and he's going to knock him down. So Desmond Bain. Yeah, Trevor, to be so, honest, I've never heard of him. I have no idea who that is. What? Desmond Bain <laughs> is good. Never heard of him. Memphis Grizzly, fantastic shooter. He's, All right. he's awesome. I'm looking at my team and I, I want I want some more physicality, especially our guards. Our guards are a little... They're not they're not physical guards, so I want a little oh. more physical physicality. Not physical guards. So I'm gonna take I'm definitely gonna take Pascal Siakam. Okay. Get that defense. That's just overall great player. Now the question is with my next pick, do I take Trevor, do I take a scorer or do I take an, another physical player? What do you think? Look at my team. What do you think I should do? 
Um, I mean, I'm not really. My goal is to beat you. So. Well, well, I'm just asking what you think. Can't give you too. I've much already advice. made my opinion. I've made my mind up. I'm just curious what you think. You made your decision. I have. I think. I think you could use a, a really solid spot up shooter. I 100 percent agree, and that's why I'm going with Brandon Ingram as my next pick. Okay. Spot up shooter on the team. Yeah, I agree okay. with you, Trevor. Brandon Ingram is your last pick. All right, interesting. Um, is he is he actually a spot up shooter? Or is that sarcastic? Well, he's not on the Pelicans, but I guess that's the role Brand's gonna have him playing. I, am. I just thought he you were being shoot. sarcastic. Can he? He's got a nice he's, pull he's, up jumper. He's a pretty good shooter. Yeah, he's solid. Um, all right, last pick for me. Um, I gotta I gotta pick another big here because the way my my bench unit lines up, I got Mitchell and Desmond Bay in the backcourt. I got Kawhi and Paul George, who are teammates. Um, I have, yeah. So that and then, so I need a big guy basically to be like a backup center per se. Um, so there are a number of guys I can pick. Basically, I'm just trying to figure out who would fit best with the lineup I have. Um, and let's see, I have. I'm trying to think. Do I do I want to focus on someone who's a really good? Def- I can go with someone who's just a good scorer. I can go with someone who's just a really good defender. There's so many different ways I can go with this. Um, this one's tough here, but for my last pick, I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Demonis Sabonis actually with my last pick. Demonis Sabonis will add offense. Uh, in particular, he will add playmaking, passing. Um, he's not the best shooter, but he will add playmaking. Um, and with Desmond Bain um, and Donovan Mitchell, who are both really good shooters, I think Devonta Sabonis will be able to set them up. He's a really good creator for others, so that's my last pick. Interesting. I thought about taking Sabonis a little earlier, and I decided to pass on him. Ben, you get the final pick of the draft. All right, Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> you guys know what I have to do. I have to. We're right, we're, we're taking Obi Toppin. There's we no to. no. <laughs> we have to. There's no way. I have to. I mean, he do whatever he wants with this he team. Is, I mean. He is a future All Star. You just not yet because you have to play typically more than like seven minutes a game to be an All Star. So once he gets more than garbage time playing, he should be a pretty good player. So I I gotta take Obi Toppin, future future NBA champion, future All Star. Awesome. All right. Well, that wraps up the draft. Trevor, do you think you, you really think you have the best team? I, I think we should all do a little like 30 second pitch of why our team's the best. If you guys want to do that. I mean, my team is the best. <laughs> There's my pitch. So so with my team, right in my starting lineup, I have Stephen Curry and Devin Booker in the backcourt. Jimmy Butler at the three and then Jaron Jackson, Jokic rounding out the front court. I think that's a fantastic fit because Jokic can set up others. Um, Jaron Jackson is known for his defense, shot blocking, and he could step out and hit three. So Jokic can set up Jaron Jackson Jr. And then I have Stefan Booker. Steph's going to be coming around screen set by Jimmy Butler to create open shots for him in the corner, on the wing. And then my bench unit, Donovan Mitchell, Desmond Bain in the backcourt. Bain's a fantastic spot-up shooter. I have Sabonis there to create. And then Paul George and Kawhi are teammates, um, and they can go one-on-one create. Uh, having Kawhi Leonard on the bench, I think, is a secret weapon that can be unleashed at any time. Who knows? He could play crunch time for me if he's on a heater. So that's that's why my team is the best. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I think it's obviously between mine and Trevor's team. Trevor definitely has the defensive team between our two teams, and I have probably the better offensive team. Um, I have John Moran on my bench. He is an MVP-level player. Uh, that's, I mean, come on. You got Kawhi. That's fine. He's good. But he ain't MVP-level like Ja. Um, so, I mean, you look, I feel like I have the best starting lineup. I feel like you have the best bench, Trevor. I feel like my starting lineup of Giannis, KD, Luka, AD, and SGA is insane. Crazy. Um, and I, I definitely think it beats your, I feel like you'd agree with me. It beats your starting five. No, I don't agree. You don't, I feel like the only player, Jokic and Steph are great. The other three guys you took, I feel like all five of mine are better than. I think my team is going to, I think the ball movement's going to be a lot better. I mean, you have Luke on your team and Kevin Durant. I think they're going to just clog up the, I, I just think it's going to, they're more ball stoppers. I think it's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, and I think my offense is just going to be more free flowing and I think it's going to be more efficient. Well, the, uh, the the sim I just ran in my head, my team won 210. <laughs> so, um, But look, I'll, I'll be making a graphic for this. You guys can vote who had the best team uh, between our the three of us. Um, but yeah, I think we'll wrap up the podcast Not there for ben today. Make his pitch. Ben, you got a pitch? 
Why yeah, I got much? LeBron James. That's according to Brandon. That's the only argument you need. So he's actually over the last what two years in this podcast, he has made my argument for me. I don't even have to argue for my team. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, we'll wrap up the podcast there for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, as always, we appreciate the support. Go follow us on Twitter at the Small Baller. Um, keep up to date when all of our podcasts go live. Um, we we've had a lot of exciting stuff recently. We have the Twelfth World podcast that just came back. Um, and uh, you know, Josh, you want to c- come over here? Say say a word about your podcast. Come on. He's wearing the PSG kit. Can you swing swing your mic out for him? Just yeah, say say something for. I'm not here to say anything about my podcast. No, you say something about your podcast. Promote oh, it. I was going to talk about Trevor's team. No, promote it. Don't talk about the team. Listen to the podcast, I guess. All right, there we go. 12th World Podcast. They just released a new episode. Um, it was it was really, really good. Definitely go check that out. We have this week, we have Five Seconds of Fame. Uh, back with Aaron, we're doing t- uh, what Mission Impossible we got this week. Really exciting. And then the following week is the big one. That's the big one, the double up. We got Barbie and Oppenheimer. So we will be doing uh, episodes on both of those. Obviously, Small Water Podcast will be next week, back next week. So like four or five podcasts coming out. Um, Josh, are you doing a pod next week with, with, yep. All right. So next week we have 12th row podcast as well on Tuesday. You're saying Tuesday, 12th row podcast. Um, so that'll be great. Definitely check that out. That'll be out maybe Wednesday morning or maybe we'll put it out Tuesday. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, go check out the website. Leave a five star review if you enjoyed this podcast episode. But that being said, thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons.